It's time again for the TCU Food Bank's Taking Care of You podcast. I'm your host, Spud McConnell, and we're going to talk about how you can help feed the hungry and the homeless down in South Louisiana. So let's chew the fat, huh? Now make la vie, as the Cajuns say on the TCU Food Bank's Taking Care of You podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the TCU Food Bank podcast. Here is a special message from our executive director, Lawrence Dehart. Merry Christmas, Lawrence. Merry Christmas, Spud. You know, this past year has been a year full of incredible ups and downs. We faced another year of COVID. We've battled a hurricane and its aftermath. And now we're dealing with a difficult economy. Even with all these things, we still have reason to celebrate. In a few days, we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. His birth was not just an event. It was the event in history. In that birth, it was faith confirmed and brought to life. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. The TCU Food Bank is living proof of faith in action every day. Every day at the food bank, you see dedicated people driven by their faith and belief in what the Lord directs us to do, which is to love our neighbor more than ourselves. Our staff and volunteers have faith and know it means working for the right reasons. Once you know your place with God, you're not tied to the type of car you drive, the house you live in, or the people you mix with. That faith changes your motivation. So instead of worrying about the neighborhood you live in, you begin to actually worry about your neighbor. The faith I get to witness each and every day will forever touch your heart and change your lives forever. If you're going through a difficult time right now, let the Apostle Paul's words encourage you. Surrounded and battered by troubles, we are not demoralized. You are not sure what to do, but we know that God knows. God hasn't left our side. Once we've been thrown down, but we haven't been broken. Over the years, I've had several stories from my time at the food bank, and some will imprint my life and my soul forever. Here's one of those stories. During one of our screening sessions, I met this young lady, and it's clear by her demeanor and her dress that she was a young lady that had lost her way and was renting herself out. And you could see from the despair in her eyes and how she hung her head low that life was difficult and she was tired of that way of life. While going to bring out the food to her car, I got a chance to talk to her yet again. And as we do here, when we load up your car, we will tell you, have a blessed day. And she told me, she said, no, I can't have a blessed day. God can't love me because I'm dirty. At that point, my heart and my spirit was just so moved, I asked the other guys that were loading up her car to step inside. And God had blessed me with a brand new crisp $20 bill in my pocket. And I took it out and I held it in front of her. And I said, what is this? And she looked at me and said, a $20 bill. And I said, that's right. I said, this is a brand new, crisp $100 bill, I mean $20 bill. 
So at the time that I took the $20 bill and I crumpled it and I threw it on the limestone ground and I ground it into the limestone and I took it up and I said, it's now it's crumpled, but what is it worth? She told me $20. I crumpled it up again and I took my foot with all my might and I put it in the limestone yet again and it came up torn and tattered. And I told her, now what is this $20 bill worth? And she looked at me, she says, well, $20. And I said, that's what you're worth to God. And God doesn't care how torn, how tattered, how beaten up, and how dirty you are. God loves you the same as when this bill was $20 and brand new. So we were able to help this young lady get back on her feet. And today she's happily married. She has a beautiful man in her life and two children. And she is a productive member of community. And any shadow of what she did to that point is now gone. So no matter what hardship you're facing, I promise, and no matter what despair that is in your life, God can change things every day. And while I'm not a minister, you can just reach out and touch somebody from their heart and change their life just by taking a moment to care. And that's what we try to do every day at the food bank. So the crisis you're experiencing because of all these events happening in this area may actually be a blessing in disguise. So that we at the food bank wish you a Merry Christmas to you and your family from our family here at TCU. And may your Christmas be full of wonderful memories that you will keep a lifetime. Merry Christmas. Hey, I'm John Spud McConnell. I'm the Community Relations Director here at the TCU Food Bank, and I just want you to have a happy and Merry Christmas. Hi, this is Carol Cambry, and we all want to wish you a very Merry, Merry Christmas. This is Gal Terrio from TCU Food Bank, wishing you and your family a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good morning. My name is Peggy. I want to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas and a blessed and Happy New Year. Hey, everybody. My name is Danny Benoit. I work at TCU Food Bank, and I'd like to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hi, my name is Bonnie Dupre. I'm a volunteer at TCU Food Bank, and I'm also on the board. I want to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas. I'm Matthew Clearwater. I work at TCU Food Bank. I'd like to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. My name is Nancy Parasine, and I am a staff member in the warehouse at the TCU Food Bank, and I want to wish everyone a blessed Christmas and a Happy New Year. My name is Bubba Watkins. My mother, Shirley Watkins, was a longtime volunteer here at the Food Bank, and I began volunteering after Hurricane Ida. Joy very much, and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everyone. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of Parish coffee, and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake, or you name it, Parish coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market, or order it online, have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of Parish Coffee.
That doesn't sound too good. You better start filling sandbags. Oh, wait, you don't have to do that anymore because you have the home team advantage. You called Home Team Elevation at 504-301-1222, and you got your home lifted above the flood. No more worries for you. What about your mama's house or your uncles or your brothers? Home Team is ready to lift their spirits even higher than your home. Get the home team advantage by calling 504-301-1222 or go to hometeamelevation.com. Are you ready to launch? The American Space Alliance wants to accelerate and support space exploration for the benefit of all Americans, and not just for national pride. You know how many products are created by and for NASA that we use every day? Scratch-resistant lenses, dustbusters, LASIK eye surgery, solar cells, firefighting equipment, LEDs, insulin pumps. The list just keeps on growing, and it needs to keep on growing, because the next generation of space exploration has arrived and the American Space Alliance and NASA want you to be involved. You can follow ASA on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Go to exploreasa.org to find out more. Back for part two of the Christmas extravaganza here on the TCU podcast. And again, joining me is uh, the executive director, Lawrence D. Hart. Big, long way from playing tuba in, in the Nichols band, isn't it, you would think? Long way, long way. Big. It's different from anything I've ever done in my life. Well, it's certainly different than anything I ever did. I mean, I, you know, I was studying theater in college and playing in the band because they paid me money to do it. <laughs> but, uh, and then going on to grad school and then to a 40-year career in the theater and film. Well, no, that's not true. 40 years from the time I started at Nichols, I've been on stage or in front of a camera. Uh, but then, you know, now I do this. And it's a completely, it's a completely different animal from what I did before, and yet what I did before, I was able to bring here and use those talents. Now I just kind of learn your world so I can make my stuff work in your world, basically, which is now my world, you know. That's why we brought you here. That's right, they hogtied me. Yes, you're a wonderful storyteller, and I think that the food bank is a wonderful story, so we needed a good storyteller. And that's why we asked you to come be a part of our family. Well, actually, yes, the correct term is raconteur, except when you say that in front of some people going, is that a cuss word? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Eric Paulson was the first one actually ever called me a raconteur when I was on the morning show 20 years, 25, 30 years ago. So, yeah, anyway. So since this world was not necessarily yours, you, one of the things that's impressed me about Spud's time here is the fact that he has immersed himself here. He's gotten to know the staff. He's gotten a chance to know what we do, how we do it. He's handed out food. He's done screening. He's packed food. He's helped unload 18-wheelers. But he's really walked the walk, which is very different than his world. So, Spud, what's some of the first things that come to mind that has touched your heart? Uh, The fact that this is difficult work, and so far that I've seen... Pretty much everybody does it with a smile. This is not easy. It ain't easy to unload. Even with the proper tools, it ain't un- easy to unload a truck. You know, but everybody out there working together, cracking jokes together, uh, praying together. It's, uh, it's, it's, you know, I sleep very well at night knowing that even though I might not have accomplished everything I had, I had set aside for that particular day, the stuff that I did accomplish helped a lot of people. And that's, that's the amazing part about all of this stuff. It's like, you don't really, you don't think about it. A lot of people think about, you know, food banks at Christmas and Thanksgiving, but people need to eat in July too. 
And the people here in the TCU Food Bank, even though I haven't been here, I started right after the storm, but just in talking to the people like Cheryl, the, uh, the, the warehouse manager, or Nancy, or you know, some, of the, uh, some of the National Guard folk who've been here through COVID, the way, I mean, they're, they're adapting. I mean, you have to kind of, it's, it's the same, but different every day. And people's problems show up, like the story that you told in the first segment. Uh, I personally haven't seen any of those, but I've seen a lot of people come through this food bank, through the, through the distribution line, who have been people who have been donators instead of acceptors. And to see the faces of them, the fact that they aren't judged, you know, they are just... They're just basically receiving a blessing that we're passing through to them, you know, and the and the thanks that they have where 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 nobody has to feel ashamed. I mean, they're in a boat that a storm put them in, you know, and I think storms and things like that are created by God just to see how we actually react to them. And so the reactions that I've seen at this food bank are pretty impressive. And that's why I'm glad to be a part of it. We're glad to have you here. And we, um, that's exactly what happens every day. I mention everywhere I go when I get a chance to speak. Um, if you come to the food bank and you volunteer, and we need volunteers just as much as we need food, and the fact that um, it will forever change your life. And there's no way that your life can't be touched when you see somebody in coming and asking for help and they want a hand up, not necessarily a hand out, and we're big on that. And we don't apologize for being a Christian organization. And um, we sit in judgment of no one, and everyone is welcome here. Yeah. Uh, you don't need to be a Christian to come here. No. I mean, if you're in need, you just need to demonstrate the need, and it's yours. That's it. So um, we think that Spud is, is actually getting it. And if you take just a few minutes of your time, and you share with us your time. I promise you it's a gift that will come back to you 10 times over in your life. So again, Merry Christmas to everyone. We hope that it's a blessed and joyous season. And Merry Christmas. This Christmas, I'll have a blue, blue-topped roof this Christmas, with a green Christmas tree decorated in red, won't mean a thing, dear. With no shingles overhead And a window's huge Raindrops start falling We'll tack up more More blue tarpaulin And we'll cough and we'll sneeze and we'll shiver and freeze 
Cause we got a blue, a blue roof for Christmas. Blue roof, baby. Blue roof on my house. I don't have a blue roof on my roof. My roof is a blue tarp roof. Thanks a lot, FEMA. Lump of coal for you. And we'll cough and we'll sneeze and we'll shiver and freeze. Cause we got a blue, a blue top roof Christmas. Thank you. Thank you very much.